This is the John Oakley Show podcast. We got a roundtable group gathered here. I guess uh, two is a group these days. Uh, Catherine Swift, the former president and CEO of the Canadian Federation of Independent Business and current spokesperson for Working Canadians. Swifty, how you doing? Great, thanks, Johnny. Yourself? Likewise. And you're looking summery and casual, as is our man Buzz Hargrove here, former head of the Canadian Auto Workers, now distinguished visiting prof at Ryerson University's Ted Rogers School of Management. Buzz, you are casual today. Yes, I did. I've been waiting too long for that. <laughs> you have. Half a lifetime. <laughs> yeah. Buzz, i got to ask you, as the Union guy. How do you feel about this story? I was just riffing on this and uh, took some calls too. The Toronto Catholic District School Board approved uh, at a special budgetary meeting last night new parking fees, charging full-time teachers and administrators ten bucks a day to park on school property. Is that appropriate? Yes, it's uh, it's wrong. I'm sorry. I, I thought <laughs> I thought you were going to say, "Is that right?" And I thought my voodoo was no, working I, on Buzz. Yeah, you said you caught me off guard. <laughs> But no, I, if, they, if they've had... Uh, I was going to say, send if, in the real buzz article. This doppelganger thing had me fooled. If there they've had free parking all this time uh, and they have a collective agreement, then they shouldn't have a right to change it in the middle of the agreement, especially as this is a bargaining year and they're going into bargaining within a matter of days. All right. And so the contract, as I understand anyway, lapses at the end of August. So they're on the clock. Yeah, uh, this and, may be and just that's where it should be dealt with. A shot across the bow saying, look what's coming, uh, because... One union leader actually said that this is uh, going to cost uh, $1,900 per year, so it's actually a pay cut for many teachers. Swifty, how do you see it? Well, as someone who's worked in the private sector for many, many, many moons and has always paid for my own parking, I don't find this at all extraordinary. Um, and what's interesting, there, there might be some interesting tax issues here, because usually if a company, I've known of companies that provide their employees, for example, with free parking, and it's a taxable benefit. Mm-hmm. So I'd be interested to know if there's some implications along those lines, because the whole notion of providing free parking, which again is rare in this in this world, um, it, it, that's that's considered a taxable taxable benefit by Revenue Canada. All right. So, uh, Buzz, again, you know, this is something you're saying has to be collectively bargained. That's right. And uh, as a taxable benefit, I mean, when you do bargain this stuff, uh, is it also baked into the pie that these are taxable benefits that people are receiving? Well, generally, yes, uh, depending on the benefit. I don't know about parking. I've never... I must say, well, I've, never, I've, I've dealt with it in the yeah, days. Yeah. I've never ran into the, into that before, but I do know this: arbitrators are rule. If you've had a benefit uh, for a period of time, there's such a thing as a stopple, which says you can't just unilaterally change it. Arbitrators have upheld that principle in many, many cases over over many years. All right, this could be a sticking point, is what you're saying. I don't think it'd be a strike, but it could be an irritant during the bargaining. Well, you know, and uh, what the administrators are saying is uh, because they've got the shorts, about $32.8 million uh, because of provincial cutbacks and such, uh, they had to find the money somewhere so that they could put it back into, you know, uh, quality education for the kids. A couple of guys. got all kinds of money. He's given tax cuts, he's breaking contracts to the tune of a few hundred million dollars. and. Uh, go see Ford. He's the guy who created the problem. Let him solve it. Well, yeah, there's a, a report now because uh, I guess people are unhappy with the rollout of the budget. He's poised to shuffle his cabinet. That was just handed to me. Uh, expected mm-hmm. to shake up his executive council after seven public opinion surveys in the past month have highlighted problems for the PC government due to program cuts in the budget. This according to the Toronto Star. Uh, one senior Tory insider speaking confidentially in order to discuss internal deliberation said Ford is eager to, quote, reset his administration. 
Catherine Swift, hmm. what do you make of that? I mean, is this a, well, a panic response or is it just prudent, uh, you know, calling an audible at the line and uh, moving forward? Well, governments do this kind of thing. Uh, they've been in for a year now and they've had a very busy agenda for that year. Uh, they did have, I mean, I think most sane people realize there was a massive debt that had to be dealt with somehow and continuing to spend more is not how you deal with a rapidly accumulating debt. So something had to give. And of course, those kinds of things are never popular. Somebody's ox is always getting gored, no matter you know whether it's something that most of us can say, yes, that's reasonable. There's always somebody going to be mad about it. So uh, it might not be a bad idea. Uh, people, you know, people have been in the job for a while. Maybe it is time for a switch up. I, I hadn't heard this until you, you know, you just said it, John, but they're also taking a rather extended break as we know until the post federal election, which I suspect is because, uh, you, you know, Sheer probably has, that's one thing I'd agree with Andrew Horvath on. I think Sheer probably has said, stay out of the, stay out of the media for a while, would you? Well, what do you uh, make of the campaign that we saw it on the Raptors game the other night, uh, that, uh, this is interesting because this group engaged. Buzz, are you familiar with this group, by the way? Is this a group that did the Harper? Well, uh, they did the anti shear thing, the anti shear thing linking shear to Ford. Well, I saw shear. Uh, I saw the shear. Uh, one of the uh, the things that shear did uh, going after Trudeau, and he had the same team uh, that went after uh, Har- went after Trudeau uh, the, under Harper, and it didn't work. And they almost put me to sleep, even though I was watching a very exciting. Uh, a game. It didn't fizz at all. That, I don't it's think. interesting because I know what you're talking about, Buzz. And the first time around, uh, back in 2015, it was actually the Conservatives that did that. But this time, it would. This time, even though it's a similar theme, yes, I know what yes. you're talking about. It was a third party. Yes. So it wasn't saying, the Conservative. Yeah. But back to your point, John, on the Engage Canada. They're very big, funded by unions, including Unifor. Uh, it's well known. Uh, they will do anything to continue to feast off the rest of our pocketbooks, as we know. And if they don't have a Liberal government in place, naturally. Their, the extent to which they can fleece the rest of us will be somewhat reduced. The problem so, uh, Ford's got, I think, uh, is, is that he didn't lay out a lot of these things during the campaign. He's not only cutting, but he's spending. He, he took, by his own admission, his last budget was a spend well, he said, now, well, he, said people, he spent more on health and education, yeah, for example. Exactly. He said. He so said how come he they're did. grossing about he cuts? He did, but then he came out with the cuts after. And well, he's well, just, there's it's reallocations. Obvious, it's obvious, there are some it's cuts. It's obvious there, he's talking out of talking out of both sides there, of his well, mouth. I, I, not some really. of the cuts, some of the cuts that he's bringing in, uh, trust me, I hear the thing out there from people I never thought I would. These are things people don't forget that people don't. I, for example, when the NDP brought in the Ray days, I have uh, uh, two uh, uh, teachers in my family. Uh, they were always NDP. They voted against Ray after that, and they've never voted NDP since then because of people have long memories. And some of the things that he's doing are really irritating the hell out of people, and they're going to vote against him. Well, let me ask you. I mean, here's an analogy. If the Leafs, uh, let's say, they get rid of Marlowe and Zaitsev, there's a salary dump, so there are cuts, but they spend more for uh, Mitch Marner. So they're spending more, but they're also cutting. You can do both, Buzz. Yeah, well, I don't. I don't, there's, there's things that I. I'm not going to get into the hockey. You and you and Ernie know that better than I do. But uh, there, there are things that you don't cut. There's things that you just have enough common sense to say that's going to create a problem. I saw today, for example, Caroline Mulroney arguing that not paying a lawyer to handle a bail a hearing is private lawyers fine because a lawyer. Right. Yeah, it's a lawyer paid for out of the mm-hmm. legal service plan. And then I hear the lawyers, uh, a spokesman, come on after and say, she doesn't realize this is going to cost the government a small fortune. People are going to go to jail because wow. you have to have the expertise when you're appearing. She, he, he made the case 
that Carol never appeared before a judge in her life. And therefore, she's telling the lawyers who do it every day that somehow we don't need you uh, in, in this type of thing. Uh, he says it's going to be more expensive. Well, I don't, I I don't know the details on, on that particular one, even though I did see the news story on it. But but to, to get back, of course, you know, and, and you want to talk about, yeah, Ford didn't put together a so-called costed platform. Very true. But Trudeau did and then broke every stupid promise that was in the platform. Well, so, you know, frankly... Out, so uh, the people uh, will make a, a judgment on that. Uh, yeah, and then people will justifiably make judgment on that. I'm, I'm, I you know, we all get cynical because none of them seem to live up to their obligations, and I don't say they should be forgiven for doing so, but let's not be unduly critical. Let's be at least even with our criticism. Thanks for listening to the John Oakley Show podcast. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe for free at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and anywhere else you get your on-demand audio.